tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Brigadier Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome to the IMK After Show. I'm your host, Danica Kennedy, and we're doing Season 1, Episode 6 of IMK, The Dating Game. You can find me on Twitter at Danica Kennedy, and I'm joined by Tiana Hobson. Where can they find you online? I am online at the Tiana Hobson. And we have Char Gisele. Where can they find you online? Char says so, and that's Char with an S. I saw a lot of y'all misspelling my name with a C. <laughs> it's Char with an S. All S is Char says so. I do love that Twitter name, by the way. Thank yeah. you, Char Danica. <laughs> Fabulous. Thank you. Thank you. So, I really liked this episode. Lots Loved of dating it. talk. And it's girls' night tonight. Check it out. <laughs> Bootylicious. We got the boys. <laughs> Who run the world. Girls. Thank you. <laughs> Queen B said so, so we're just repeating it. She knows what's up. She does. But uh, lots of topics in this episode, but all kind of centered around dating, which I find very interesting because Caitlin seems like she doesn't really know what she wants mm-hmm. for the most part. But what did you guys think of tonight's episode? I loved it. I thought it was really fun, and it was kind of, I don't know, there was still the serious, you know, moments of going to camp and things with Candace's life, but it was also a little lighthearted where they mm-hmm. got to go out and have fun and be girls. And I always say my favorite thing about I Am Kate is that it is informative and it's educational, but it's also entertaining. Mm-hmm. It I'm always not. has that Kardashian twist to it. Um, overall, I really did like the episode because I feel like uh, whether you be transgender or not, you know, or cisgender, every woman could relate. Oh, yes to this episode. Every a lot of it was just like struggles of being a woman more yeah. than anything. I felt yeah. like a lot of it's very relatable and there's not that big of a difference when you really think of it mm-hmm. in like the broad It's picture. really not. It's really not. I thought it was very interesting that they started off with what's their faces? Uh, Johnny, Johnny and Courtney. I was I like, who the hell is Johnny? <laughs> I didn't. It's um, jot it down right here, but that was very... It was very like... Thrown in there. stage setup, I felt like, because I had no idea who he was, and it was just kind of thrown in there. But I liked it, because he seemed very kind of, like, blue-collar, like, normal corn, man's man Cornbread fed, like, Midwest. But I feel like they kind of shot that scene after this episode, for some reason, and just kind of pieced it there. It was, like, random, actually. like, fill-in. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I enjoyed his perspective, but I did think it was very, very interesting, because, I mean, every man is different. But um, as far as he was, uh, when he was talking to Courtney, when she asked him, you know, how would you feel if I told you I was trans? Because he said it all depended on when someone revealed they were trans, if he would mm-hmm. pursue a relationship with them and or not. And he said that it was kind of deceptive. And, mm-hmm. you know, I beg to differ. I don't know if I'm being biased, but I beg to differ. I don't tell every man that I am trans. You got to get the tone of the date. 
Okay. It depends on the person and the situation. Exactly. And you have to be discerning. If you buy me, if we're at a bar or a club and you buy me a drink, I'm not going to be like, oh, thanks for the drink, by the way. (laughs) First conversation. No. No. If 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 I don't see this going anywhere, then I don't see the thing for me is it's not a secret. But it's also not your business. Like, it's it's not a secret, but it's your business if it calls for it to be your business. But if I don't see us going anywhere, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I get you. What if would you be take the point it seriously, it? then if you want the person to be in your life a long time and you're taking it seriously yeah. and you're going to that next step, maybe. But if you're just, like, having fun and dating and, mm-hmm. like, going on Tinder and stuff, it's like, how soon do you bring that crap Girl, up? Yeah. Don't bring up Tinder. I know. I'm kind of traumatized from it, too. It's horrible. Girl, girl. I got swiped left in real life. This guy, like, I talked to him on Tinder, and then Mm -hmm. I stopped talking to him, and he saw me at Trader Joe's, and he was like... (laughs) (laughs) It was the worst but funniest thing ever. I was like... Okay. Are you kidding me? Works for me. I'm sorry that happened to you, but I kind of want to be this guy's friend. <laughs> it's sad. It kind of made me like him more. Even though he was being a dick. I was like, oh, he's kind of funny. It's like a prince move. It's just yeah, up. it's like dating mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. But I do, I do think that it's it's just different um, overall because. In closing to this topic for me, I'll mm-hmm. say that some guys, I do feel compelled to tell within the first five minutes, but I'm also, um, and I share this on my Char Says So YouTube channel. I did an Ask Char recently for episode 75, and I get I got asked a question about this, and I'm not a fan of wasting people's time. So, but with that being said, like I said, some guys I tell the first time, the first date, and then some guys I let the conversation build, but I make sure because I don't ever want a man to feel as if I wasted his time. It's like you got to set the temperament and you mm-hmm. have to be discerning. That's what it boils down to. But I, I really did appreciate his perspective. Yeah, I it. thought it was interesting that they kind of had him come in and say his perspective. And mm-hmm. I've kind of always wondered that, like, how soon do you bring it up if you're trans when you're dating someone? And it depends on, like, if you're just casually dating, I guess. Everybody's and if you're looking different. For mm-hmm. A relationship. I've been on dinner dates and I haven't told guys. I mean, it's a, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. should I say it's that like, on air? <laughs> yes, you should because it's also no, you sh- definitely. Should. Yeah, and it also goes to the point of like if I'm dating someone else, but we go and have dinner, like we're not nothing, mutually dating, we're not mutually exclusive. Exclusive. So if I want to go have other dates, you're having other dates. Like until we have that, con- until I feel it's to a point of me being like, okay, I think I really kind of like this person. It's getting to a point of like almost seriousness. Then I'm going to cut the strings on other people. But until then, like, until then, why? But you also you also have to be careful with that narrative. So, like I said, I appreciate his what what he's brought to the conversation. Mm-hmm. But there's this huge misconception that trans people are just out here trying to fool and deceive men. No. There, that is yeah. a huge misconception, though, especially with trans women of color for whatever reason, I guess, because a lot of you know trans girls are running around Hollywood with rappers and actors and things like that, and that's always the excuse people jump to if they get caught with the trans woman. Oh, I didn't know or she tricked me. So it's so easy to go into that whole de- deception type um, narrative. Like, she, you know, out here fooling yeah. me. I get that I didn't know, but I don't like that I got tricked. Yeah. Of, yeah. You know, way of dealing with yeah. it. I'm like, no, it's not about that. They weren't, like, playing you or anything. They're just being who they want to be mm-hmm. and how they feel that they are, mm-hmm. you know? But it happens, it, it, it happens, it happens more often than you would think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was telling you earlier, I've had a friend that's trans, and mm-hmm. I had no idea she was transgender for the first two years mm-hmm. we were friends. And once I found out, I was like, 
oh, that kind of makes sense now. Like, little things mm-hmm. here and there, but it didn't really matter anything, right, and our right. relationship didn't change. But I'm sure people meet, like, trans women all the time and have no idea, you know? That's you. <laughs> You're, typically, like, right here. <laughs> typically, I have that yeah. privilege of navigating the world and not being met with any, like, rebuttal. Like, I'm not the girl to walk down the street and people be like, oh, that's a dude. Like, that's, that doesn't happen. You know, knock on wood. Well, There's like no Candace word around here. <laughs> and, like, you probably have that, but, I yeah. mean, Caitlin I get jobs okay and things like still that. Still treated so. like a man a lot, Probably, you know? probably. Mm-hmm. People see Bruce, I think, when they see mm-hmm. Caitlin, and I think she's having a hard time, like, coping with figuring that. out what she wants Sexually, you know, I think she which is really strange seems to me. Like kind of lost. She doesn't ever answer the question. Did you notice she, that she, she kind of beats around the bush? She does beat around the bush, but I also don't blame her because everything she's done has been so public and so mm-hmm. in a space of like you know, oh, you said this, so that's only what you can have. Yeah. Whereas, why can't she go out there and kind of play the field and see what she does like and what she doesn't yeah, like? Yeah, I'm actually glad too. that in the Diane Sawyer piece that she said that she was attracted to women. Mm-hmm. Because so often people think that being trans is like, oh, that's gay to the next level. Like, mm-hmm. you ain't have to do it. So to to hear her say that she was attracted to women, that totally changed the conversation in a lot of households, I know. Because, like I said, a lot of times that's what people, that's another misconception people have about trans people. They get uh, gender identity confused with sexual preference yeah. a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Totally separate things. Totally separate. Things. Who you go to bed with does not, is not, it's who you go to bed with, not who you go to bed, no, who you go to bed as, excuse me, not who you go to bed with. That's what transness is. How you feel. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's more about you than it is your partner. So that's why, you know. I think she's into girls, though, because that oh, she clip is. of her at the Abbey, she was not feeling <laughs> the it. Bulges. The bulges. I mean, I'm more into the Abbey than Caitlyn was. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen those men? I mean, they're I so not interested in me, but the they're Abbey. beautiful. They're not like, interested in me. Best dancers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, yeah. Caitlyn is, and she's very, very flirtatious. She mm-hmm. was more into Candace and stuff in that 20 and Candace's brazier oh, yes. than oh, she yeah. was, you know, the dancing guys so but i did so i did think that was see her like out though because you know that like she loves hermiting at her house mm-hmm. you know and she's out in the bout at the abbey which is so much fun i love that place but it is very wild and crazy it is. And, and always crowded and always there's always crowded. a bachelorette she's party 65 and, mm-hmm. like it's too high energy for me like, the lights the strobe lights the it, music you know? like, I, I was have, just laughing at her though, yeah, like, I have there. like some aunties and like older people in my family who are around Caitlin's age and they wouldn't go out to a place like the Abbey oh, just, wow. just out of pure like yeah. hey I'm too old for this mess mm-hmm. right here mm-hmm. so you know I was very proud of Caitlin for actually going out yeah. and like trying it she clearly might not have liked it that much but hey you know, i feel like anything i feel like anything that candace suggests caitlin is gonna do oh, it wouldn't know. fly with any of the other girlfriends it wouldn't fly if jen richards or zachary or jenny boylan or you know any mm-hmm. i think anything that candace kane recommends suggests or says Caitlyn, it, it may be met with resistance at first, but Caitlyn's going to do it. But is that yeah. also her way of flirting? Because, you know, how people are like, oh, let's let's do like oh, I don't know. And then, like, you just want the person to, like, really to egg want you, on, you to yeah. come. So then it's kind of like, okay, well, if you I wonder really how she would react there. if Candace was like, <laughs> okay, fine. 
Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to come? Do you? Okay. You do, do you, your boo? Thing. But, I mean, speaking of Candace, she was kind of. I like Way Candace. more her scene. She there. was. Yeah, it was way more about Candace jumping up on stage and dancing on the ceiling rafters. Yeah. Was the show dancers. I Am Candace? I think it got a name change. Depends on what week it is. <laughs> I Am C. Depends yeah. on what week it K is. Names. Right? We'll not see names on this show. Candace and Kate. Candace. E presents Candace and Kate season two. And Candace two girls and running around Hollywood. And the tagline is Miami. super fun Candace drags her bestie along for the ride. <laughs> yeah. Like Oprah and Gail's road trip. <laughs> that, but what I, I did love think, that though. <laughs> I would totally watch it. <laughs> I would, I would too. They did a road trip, especially like the wilderness in the South. But what I did oh enjoy gosh, seeing is Candace going to her doctor's appointment. Oh, because yeah. for someone like me, it's always interesting when I see people of privilege struggle with health care and finding, you know, the yeah, right, right doctors. doctors. Like, like I was like, so wow, that's, money. that's amazing. You're an actress in Hollywood and you, you have access to all of these resources. Mm-hmm. And you don't have a doctor? Like, that was fascinating to me because it just goes to show that it could happen to anyone, whether you're a Joe Schmo or, you know, you're Candace Kane in Hollywood. You can still, you know, have trouble. She was dosing herself. That is dangerous. Mm -hmm. That is very, very dangerous for a trans person to be measuring their dosages based on how they feel. And I think it brought another perspective perspective for Caitlyn because, you know, we've seen Caitlyn have so much privilege and for her to see that or hear the stories even of how doctors treated Candace in mm-hmm. the past. And Caitlin was even shocked by that. And, you know, we've seen Caitlin be shocked about all these other things, but those were all ways from people. Like when she went to San Francisco, you know, she was shocked by those stories, mm-hmm. but those are also stories where like, it's not the same quite situation financially and stuff. So I think Caitlin also is thinking like, she's in well, a very, very particular protect- shoes. Yeah. She's the only one. Yeah. So she's like, well, yeah, that happened to you, but like, it might not ever happen to me, but to see that it happened to Candace really opens her eyes a little bit I didn't more. I think about that. That yeah. probably yeah. put things into perspective. Into- Perspective. I've had issues with doctors out here. Matter of fact, I just got a new primary care physician two weeks ago. I've had v- major wow, issues better. with doctors. First doctor didn't feel comfortable prescribing me. He assumed I was cisgender. And when we got to talk, it's always funny when the nurse comes in and asks me when my last pap smear was or have yeah. I ever been pregnant and when was my last period. <laughs> but, um, yeah, those are fun well, questions for us to answer. But, um, uh, yeah. Remember crab. When I When I left, just really quickly, when I left Chicago, my doctor gave me like the bonus package of hormones. <laughs> so I didn't run out until April. But my dumb ass did not start looking for a doctor until I ran out versus oh, looking, you know. And ahead. so also summer was really a struggle for me finding a doctor like I said the first doctor didn't feel comfortable once he found out I was trans and then my second doctor was a woman who was very very nice to me but when she found out I was trans she became very short with me and very kind of flippant Mm -hmm. and I'm like you know it's just so coming from Chicago you think of California as Mm -hmm. being so well LA in particular being just so evolved and to find that there's more resources when I really sat back and thought about it Chicago has more access to resources and is a little bit more liberal when it comes to trans people and that baffled me so but yeah i got my doctor and i'm back on my hormones so i'm all good that's so horrible though that people will treat you one way and then be like short Mm -hmm. once they find out i just can't even imagine like you know i'm used to it from well no i'm not gonna even say i was gonna say i'm used to it from men and not but i've actually met more cooler guys than i have cooler women when it comes to which is weird to me girls are petty and we're bitches to each other oh i know know. i know (laughs) girls are mean like i don't even know i'm sitting 
on the same side of the table as you right now. Girl. Why do you think I'm sitting over here? I needed this, like, two-foot space, obviously. Yeah. But it was interesting to see Candace go through. I'm like, girl, I was going through the same. And I'm, yeah. I look at myself as a regular Joe Schmo. Talented, but regular Joe Schmo, you know? It's very true. I don't know. You kind of remind me of Candace with this whole story right now. I don't know. Just like really, yeah, but I wasn't dosing like, myself because you have to. You have to have your blood levels checked. You can OD. Oh, yeah, there's a lot. There's some health risks, especially because I do the shots. I don't mean to be putting on my business out here like this. But <laughs> no, I love that you're saying. I do this. injectables. I don't do the pills because it's straight to your bloodline. So it's just like I, I love hearing about this though because I have to stab my thigh every two that. weeks. Uh, like I thought, it, I've heard of people taking it, like pill wise and getting mm-hmm. really sick from it, and like. But I never get really sick. sick, and you don't feel sick. No, if anything, no, it's a psychological it so warfare, and not anything crazy. Like, oh, am I going to kill myself today, so to speak? It's just like, you know, one minute I feel really bitchy, one minute I feel really pretty, one minute I feel really ugly, one minute I can clear out a buffet, the next I'm irritated <laughs> and I don't even want to look at food. Like, I don't know if that's just a char thing. That's a or woman if everybody, <laughs> you know, hormones, so, hormones are yeah. working right. But I never, I never shared <laughs> that with anyone. So this is feel. my first time. <laughs> Thank you for opening up. Kind of us. revealing my yeah. struggles with access to hormones in L.A. No, I love that you're hosting on the show with us and you've been coming on because, mm-hmm. I mean, I love Stefan and Bobby, but we are all straight, cisgender people, uh-huh. and it's so great to have another voice on our panel that's, like, actually relating to what Caitlin's going through and the mm-hmm. whole process, mm-hmm. and I find it all fascinating, especially because this show is kind of, like, introducing a lot of things to me, mm-hmm. not really... Uh, like the transgender community or anything, but like I didn't know there was like summer camps for kids that were transgender. I didn't, I didn't know, know that either, trans, Danica. Per, like trans pride. I, I don't know that either, pride. Danica. I was I like, did. I didn't know about any of this stuff. Like, but just imagining being like a kid and going to regular summer camp, mm-hmm. I imagine that to be like a trans kid at regular summer camp. That would torture. be horrible. Torture. torture. You're isolated from your family. Horrible. All things mm-hmm. that's familiar, and you have people picking apart people who you're just meeting. Picking apart your every move in the wilderness of but all places. if you're trans and you go to that trans summer camp, that yeah. would be the best thing ever to, like, get away from your family and everyone mm-hmm. else that's, like, giving you crap and, like, and it's be reaffirming. around people mm-hmm. that are like you mm-hmm. or going through similar situations. And I like that. So um, cool. I didn't write down her name, but one of the kids was talking about how, you know, it's not even about the conversations. It's just being in a place where you're just having fun and you know that everyone is just like you so they're more welcoming and there's accepting. no hang up it's like there's no hang ups there's no beef there's no drama it's just yeah. some kids getting together and having fun without the burden of being at a, no, another summer camp where everyone might be asking questions and just constantly eyeing you, you. side eyeing you it's like here everyone <laughs> is equal everyone's the same as it should be everywhere and mm-hmm. we can just enjoy summer camp without they're just mm-hmm. non-judgmental, yeah. just chilling, like, yeah. having a good time. You're not like, oh, I have to act like I'm someone else or anything mm-hmm. like that. I think it's so cool that they have that, but I had no idea that existed. I was like, what? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting for me to watch, like, the really young kids go through it, especially yeah. compared to Caitlyn, because Caitlyn's, like, kind of the spokesperson right now mm-hmm. and the inspiration and these people are so young and they're going through it way earlier mm-hmm. than Caitlin ever did. And I'll probably have it easier. Yeah. I mean, I had it easier. I wasn't... I think earlier I didn't, easier, probably. I did a, a radio interview right after the... Um, 
Vanity Fair, and I had to emphasize that Caitlin's story, because so many people want, you know, the spokesperson, mm-hmm. Caitlin's story is not in Most any way, shape, stories. or form a direct reflection of mine. Okay? Mm-hmm. I've never been attracted to women. I've never submerged, I, I mean, um, what what word am I looking for? Kind of like suppressed my transness with athletics right. and things like that and distractions. Like, no. Um, I come from a totally different situation yeah. than Caitlyn. Mm-hmm. So it's important to acknowledge that even though Caitlyn is kind of like the spokesperson, her story does not necessarily speak to every or for every trans p- person. She has a very unique very, situation. That's what I love about so it. Privileged too. That's what I love. So it. it makes me salivate. I love Caitlyn's <laughs> story because it's so different. Oh, There's yeah, so many layers is. to it. Such an interesting person. I would love to see Caitlyn. Like if I was at the Abbey and I saw Caitlyn, <laughs> I would too. be like, Ah, Caitlyn! Like, amazing. <laughs> Can I get a selfie. Speaking of Caitlyn selfies, what was that like really bad video quality selfie thing that she did? <laughs> I was I'm like, t- wait, this is a real TV show. Where are the cameras? <laughs> I mean, I think that's part of the show that is making it seem this is real and in the documentary. Documentary, it's confessional because she's taking out herself, her cell phone, and you know, taking video. I'm like, just get her a selfie stick, though. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, just because it's hard to take a video of yourself and hold it up, especially mm-hmm. when you're ta- talking a long time. It's usually too close. So at least with the selfie stick, she could like and she has to find her right. She's 65. She just learned yep. how to FaceTime like last <laughs> week. Yeah. So you got to find the right lighting. There's just so much that goes into the selfie thing that I'm a supporter of selfie sticks when it makes sense. <laughs> if you're just at Disneyland walking around with a selfie stick, I'm like, no. But if it's like, or hey, Rodeo. Yeah, but so it's many like, people hey, Rodeo I'm trying to film so this ridiculous. for my documentary. Like, yeah. okay, use a that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it's funny in those confessionals too when she's talking to the camera. You just see how old Caitlyn is and how conservative she is. Sometimes mm-hmm. it like shows, and you're like, it really. That's the most surprising part to mm-hmm. me out of everything is how conservative. She is, especially in the Abby scenes. Like, Mm -hmm. her looking around, she seemed so, like, out of place. Out of her element. I loved that they showed that, because I think a lot of people see transgenders and, like, gay people just as, like, party, like, we ho, and I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not just, like... It's not you just know, fabulous cosmos. Fabulous it's not like glitter and cocaine <laughs> and techno music. No. Please. I mean, for some people, it is. And I'm not throwing salt to those of, of you watching <laughs> who do participate in those activities. Char isn't throwing shade. I'm hey, just saying it's, it's not yeah. a direct reflection exactly. of everybody. But I did love that Jenny... Sat, sat her down again even after the WeHo thing, which was hilarious because she, she heard you guys went to, to. Yeah. You, you guys went to WeHo. Yeah. Right? You guys went to that. I was like, was, was, was Jenny not invited? Like, did y'all leave out Jenny? Jenny probably Jenny's replied to girl. that group text like, girl, please. Girl, like, I'm, I'm at home bed. with my no. wife. <laughs> no, thank you. Eating chicken noodle soup. Something tells me that Jenny Boylan, this is off topic, but something tells me that she has a lot of throws around her house, like throw blankets oh, and things yeah. like that. Cozy. Kind of like, co- I can see her just swathed in like layers and like, I bet oh. her couch is comfortable. Um, and she just probably has the best book recommendations. Like that book she had on the table just looked, I don't even know what book it was. It just looked so interesting and just like an interactive experience. Like Jenny is just, she just gives me ultimate like librarian realness comfort. I love sweater, everything she warmth, says tea. too. She's like yes. so warm and like everything she says, I'm like, yes. It's so direct. for saying that like. 
Caitlyn needed that, like, you know, sometimes she just, She like, was getting Caitlyn together. Oh, my God. I yeah. need Jenny to come, like, run my life, my love life, everything, because <laughs> what she was saying to Caitlyn, I was like, I do that, too. Oh, my God. Help I'm, us. I'm deflecting. I'm running away from the pl- we problem. We talked about and, Yeah, it's like, I'm doing all of this, and um, one of the things that Caitlyn said to her was that she wanted a... She would like to be with a guy who treats her like a normal woman. And I was like, oh, like, stop saying Even when she that. said that, I yeah. cringe. And then Jenny came back to her and you're like, until you accept it yourself, like, you mm-hmm. are a normal woman. Mm-hmm. That is who you are now. There's no more this is charades. So There's her, no though. more dressing up in the closet and, like, hiding it. Like, you were out. You were proud. Like, this is who you are. You have to own that. And I was just thinking to myself, like, not in the same ways, but in some ways, I was like, that's great advice for me too. Mm-hmm. Like you have to own it, you have to appreciate it, and just go out there and demand the kind of respect that you want. Sorry, I just went on a rant. No, no, but that's good, especially with dating. Like you have to have standards. I mean, like Candace was talking about how she would see all these red flags in relationships and just keep going along. And it's like you got to set those standards and like put your foot down. And I love that Jenny is just always like on it with she's, that kind of stuff. She she's is. Fierce she's the just, Yoda like, of the group. <laughs> yeah. She just comes together and she's like this is what you need to do this is what you need to hear right now like I'm just gonna and to piggyback (laughs) off of Candace's experience this surpasses trans transness so oftentimes a lot of women we don't feel like we're worthy of better Mm -hmm. so a lot of women I think a lot of women could relate to that moment when she said that I saw these red flags and I kept going even though I'm not one of them. But (laughs) I feel like a lot of women could relate to that. And I love how Jenny was calling Caitlin to the carpet. Like, no, you're not answering my question, sis. This is what I asked you. And yada, yada, yada. I loved loved that moment. And she was also saying, uh, she brought up that Caitlin keeps throwing herself into her work and kind of just like covering up I things do that with too. work. And I do that I too. I totally can yeah. relate with that. Like, I have just been working. My dating life is not existing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it happens sometimes, but you have to, like, pay attention to yourself mm-hmm. and what you want to do and, mm-hmm. like, get yourself out there. I was like, ugh, I need Jenny to have this talk with me. <laughs> this is so awkward. No. But you know what? I feel like in certain aspects that can be healthy because I'd rather be mm-hmm. productive than sitting around. Well, and it's a good way to be distracted. It is. Yeah. And when Caitlin was uh, saying how she needed a man, uh, that's what I wanted to piggyback yeah. off of. When she said she needed a, she would like a man to make her treat, you know, make her mm. feel like a woman, so to speak. Um, I shared with the girls while we were watching that I have, like, a complicated relationship with catcalling. Because some days, when I'm not feeling my best... I can some ha- sometimes like rely on those cat calls to kind of reaffirm me, like okay, Shar, you Ego are, boost. you are that, yeah, you <laughs> are that girl. And then nine, t- but most days I'm kind of like disgusted by the objectification and the hypersexualization of it mm-hmm. all. But I kind of get what Caitlyn um, was saying about that because when I when I date. And especially this summer when I wasn't on my medication, I would look for that as for rea- to, to reaffirm my womanhood, so yeah. to speak. I would look for that in a man. I'm not ashamed to say that because it gets, you know, sometimes it gets it gets hard out here. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes you need a man to, you know, really, you know. Are you getting emotional, Dan? I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I could relate to that totally. Totally. Yeah, I could too. I mean, I think it's just normal kind of 
it girl is. stuff to go through. It is. You know? Yeah. You have up days and you have down days and you have days where you feel bloated and unpretty and those are usually the days when I'm told that I'm gorgeous and beautiful and I get pro- proposed to by the homeless man yeah. on the corner and I'm like, oh my Did god, you like someone it? wants to marry me? Thank yeah. you, homeless man. It can I'm change nice. your day. It can change everything. Especially, it can change and day. it's always the days that I feel the worst. Or look. That I, or look You know, the they worst. always say when you got sweatpants, you know, and a camion and no makeup sweat. and your hair pulled back, everybody's paying you all this attention. Yep. But when you step out of the door, you know. Like fresh out the salon and I'm like, ooh, yes, feeling myself. Yes. Feeling myself. <laughs> and your yes. makeup is tasteful. Everybody yeah, wants clean past you. And then everyone's like, so? That's always what happens. <laughs> I hate that, though. It's part of life, girl. Part of life. The circle. <laughs> I thought it was interesting that they kind of dove into the whole paying aspect of dating. Mm-hmm. Did you notice mm-hmm. how, like, yeah. I felt like it's like, oh, well, Kayla should pay because she's loaded. <laughs> like, is that bad? No, but- because by default. Yeah, I would have been like, like well, Caitlin, so girl, here's money. the check. Here's checks, sis. Here, here Thanks for the go. meal. Um, yeah. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have, but that, I don't know that, I just always, and some of you all are going to turn up your nose at this, but I don't, I frankly, I don't care. I always, you know, look for the man to pay on the, on the date. Yeah. I okay. Unless, Especially unless circumstances, certain circumstances. What are possibly. the circumstances? I don't know. Cause you know, sometimes Bay can be going through something, you know, sometimes okay. there's a rough yeah. patch. Yeah. I get that we're human. We're in LA. Even if you're not in LA, there's some ups and downs to the job and the check sometimes and things pop up. So yeah. I get it. But like you said, Danica, on the first, Date, first day. Otherwise, especially. it's friend zone. If they don't pay on the first day, I don't think it's a date. If no. we're going Dutch on the first one, later on after you're dating, mm-hmm. I say, like, split it, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, I struggle with, like the in-between of being, like, super feminist, where I'm, like, equal rights, like, women should have rights, and then, like, I want to be spoiled, treat me like a lady, gentlemen don't yeah. exist anymore, like, yeah. please hold the door Where open is for the chivalry? Me. Why does no one pay for my dates anymore? You know, like, I want, like, a good happy medium of and, both. And I think I'm kind of in between you guys. I'm, like, I'm <laughs> notoriously the world's worst dater. Like, I've been on so many dates that I didn't realize were dates until three months later. Like, that's whoopsies. how... Yeah, whoopsies. Like, yeah, because I'm just always, like, so used to being the guy's friends. Like, I always mm-hmm. grew up, like, hanging out with the boys that I'm just like, oh, yeah, like, here, like, you don't have to pay for... Th- are, are you kidding me? Like, mm-hmm. let's just go halfsies on it. Like, sure, you <laughs> had two drinks. I had one, but, like, like, it's okay. You, and you're like, oops. <laughs> and, then and then I'm like, oh, crap, that was a date my bad so I don't I don't know it's always awkward because like Danica said I don't want to be I I never want someone to I don't want to assume that someone's going to pay for me unless they're family um like like if I go anywhere with my brother I just I don't even take out my purse anymore I'm just like You you won't get your wallet out because you paying for that. That's why I'm with my parents. I'm like, oh girl, with my yeah, mom and my daddy, way. please. Yeah. I'm like that. I'm like totally okay with just being like, yeah, especially you're with for my it. father. Oh yeah, yeah. But on dates and like even with like friends and stuff, it's just I'm always like, oh, I don't want people to think that I'm assuming or taking advantage of them and their friendship. Which some people could have misconstrued what. Candace was doing there because it was kind of like, okay, I'll pay for lunch and you pay for my car to get fixed. Like, jokingly, (laughs) but it was also kind of like, well, Caitlin could afford to do both of those. Are you joking? Are you not joking? Candace was not joking (laughs) about that car. You pay for my car. She wasn't joking. She just masked masked it in a laugh. She wasn't joking, though. She meant that. 
I love the whole, like, game that is so typical where, like, the girl pretends, like, she wants to pay, like, oh, I can get it, like, mm-hmm. you know, dance <laughs> through the credit card slowly, mm-hmm. and then he's like, oh, no, honey, I got it, and then he just takes it, and you're like, yes, plan all along. <laughs> well, Jen Richards, uh, who is a part of this cast, did say that Caitlin is a big flirt. Yes. Mm-hmm. She Super is a flirty. big flirt. I feel like she's always been, like, super into women and always have just, has just, like, wanted to be one of the girls on the Kardashians mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. And that Who hasn't, though? Along. When I watch the show and I see the glam squad oh, and all yeah. that stuff, I'd be like, when is it my turn to sit in Joyce Benelli's seat <laughs> or Mario's seat and get my makeup done and get my hair tossed? When How is it my turn? <laughs> can we, like, try to come in for, like, the season finale full-on, like, Kylie Jenner contoured makeup, like, lashes. We'll have, like, the lips done and just, like... Try to be like that. We could take selfies the whole time and see if anyone watches. <laughs> be fabulous. But Caitlyn's totally turning into like a Kardashian. She's and always been she's one. Always been one. But she's always been squad, one. Like, Glam Squad every day. Leopard print dresses. Like, tearing up. Selfies. <laughs> Caitlyn is a Kardashian. She is not. That doesn't. That doesn't strike me as Jenner. When I think Jenner, I think a little bit more natural, demure, and a little bit more. I don't know. But she's she's a Kardashian. <laughs> Leopard print dresses, selfies, and a, a full glam squad every morning. She's a Kardashian. Think of how many years she spent in that house with nothing but Kardashian That's women. Why yeah. she's that saying. is she turned into that a is, woman. From yeah, being that is them, her idea of what a woman is because that is what she's seen. That is, that is she's watched girls go through like the whole puberty into adulthood, and that is her idea of oh my god, that's how girls are. That's how and I'm she used to, to hang be. out in Chris's bathroom. Remember, Chris used to be oh, irritated because yeah. yeah. her bathroom's like a suite. Mm-hmm. Why are you watching TV in here, Bruce? Out of all of the TVs, while she's like getting her makeup done, <laughs> you know, Caitlyn was in the recliner, you know, watching TV, probably sucking her teeth and rolling her eyes at Chris. <laughs> When is it my turn? Yeah, I know, but, right? I mean, that, if that's the idea, but, I grew up in a house where my mom didn't wear makeup or do anything so that's the kind mm-hmm. of that's what I think of in womanhood so I, those are things that I don't necessarily do or obsess with and I was so. the total opposite my mom and her sisters are southern bells mm-hmm. and everything nails done fragrance and makeup and hair every day They're not materialistic people, but that was just part of the process. I can remember being a child, like five, four Mm -hmm. years old, looking at my mom, get ready for work. That is her and her sisters. Fragrance, nails, hair, and makeup every day. And And look at me. Yeah, and and like gorgeous. (laughs) But like that's what you grew up with, so that is your routine now. I grew up with not that that's my routine. Caitlin grew up with a full glam team living in their house, and that. that is... I mean, I'm just having thoughts. But right even now. Caitlyn's mother is jazzy. Esther, Esther is jazzy to be. You know, how old is she? How old well, is, is Esther? Is so, like, I think Esther's in her eighties. I think she's gonna say at least eighty. Yeah. I think she's in her eighties. But yeah. Esther is jazzy. Mm-hmm. She's jazzy. Oh my gosh! I love the episode where they brought Esther on. I wish they would do that more. <laughs> She'll I don't be know back next week, back. right? Oh yes, that's awesome. And Chris is coming back or coming on next week. I should say. I can't wait to see Chris. I know you I can't wait too, to. big Chris fan. My fave. I just like can't wait to see what they talk about and to see like how awkward it is, or mm-hmm. if they're just like best girlfriends now. No, Chris is going to be crying. It's going to be intense. We see that in the teaser. She's a big crybaby. I'm a big crybaby too, but Chris is going to be crying. And I think that people never... um, This summer I worked with a woman who said, because I shared with her, I have been on the Oprah show, but in the audience, and talked to Oprah. Oh my God. But anyhow, Uh, I was talking to her away from Oprah. Oprah. (laughs) 
she asked me, with me being a Chicago native, have I ever been to Oprah? And I was like, girl, I've done like two life classes. I was on season 25 with Fran Drescher. Like, I <laughs> did amazing. this. Thank you. Um, but she said that she used to try to get in on the show because her sister's ex-husband transitioned to female. And she uh, was shedding perspective on how the media never focuses on that part of it. It's all about celebrating the trans person in the moment, which is worthy of celebration. Mm -hmm. It's liberation and all of that. But the media, people never focus on how is Kris Jenner doing? How is, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's what I really want to know is how Kris is dealing with doing, Especially because this family cares so much about image and mm-hmm. presence and the media and, you know, money and all these other things. And I'm even like, aside from that, just doing? personally. Like, personally with her relationship yeah. and being married to someone and having kids with 25 them. years. Kids. Weren't they married for 25 yeah. years? Yeah. But Chris did know. Remember, yeah. Caitlin said she was on hormones for two years. Stopped, told Chris, because she said she was growing like a solid B cup. Stopped, and then that's when they started having Kylie and Kendall, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, it's during the Diane Sawyer interview. She goes into detail about that. But still, 25 years with someone, mm-hmm. even though Bruce did look very, very feminine, there were jokes about, you know, his the hair and his face. On Family Guy. Yeah, everywhere. Like for years everywhere. Been this. But still, uh, yeah. people don't look at that. And I feel like that's a, a good portion of this conversation to explore, to interview and, and really talk to, and not even so much to get the rage aspect, but just how are you doing? And I don't feel like people who you know, are married to people who transition really get that justice. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't get that due diligence. It's all about celebrating the trans person, which yeah. I'm not taking yeah. away from. I'm just saying. I'm just, you know. No, but that's why I love the first episode of this show of of I Am Kate because we saw Esther come in mm-hmm. and we saw that she was still struggling with the acceptance yeah. and how to feel and I was, totally. and that's why during that first episode we were like wow this is amazing mm-hmm. like we're really going there and we're seeing the other side and you know so many times it's glossed over you know through all the hard stuff and just to the positive stuff so it was really nice to see like Esther and that's why I'm, I'm excited to see Esther come back to see you know how she's doing now with mm-hmm. it and if it's getting better or if she's still struggling with it mm-hmm. and then to see Chris as well would be great I feel like we were kind of like not too hard on the show but I feel like we've kind of had our ups and downs with it and I really like it now I feel like the last couple episodes have been way stronger than like the first. Yeah, I think the road two and three, the road trips the were road just. Trips you know, I did told not me about like. that last week. I really liked the road trips. I've I liked every episode. Why. I've liked every episode. I love it now, but like a couple weeks back, I was not feeling Caitlyn. I was like, Caitlyn, you are <laughs> an does seem like a nag. of a human being, and you're just like nagging people. She was really like irritating me, but they also made it that way in that mm-hmm. episode where the girls were kind of ganging up on her and she said some stupid, like, ignorant things. And you're like, did I you really I thought they really depend on social that? service. Yeah. <laughs> Why like, would you want to depend on social service? She you're going to think I'm a prostitute? Or, yeah. Exactly. People think I'm a hooker now? And I'm like, oh, do you did not just say that. Like, you did not just say that. <laughs> but I She's so out of touch. a lot yeah. more but the like, last couple of Like, I think I said this last week. When you are in a certain tax bracket, you can afford to put your blinders on to a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so with her going to the human rights campaign and being where the rubber meets the road, so to speak, she was forced to to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. But when you have a certain tax bracket, you don't have to... That's not crossing your mind. So I don't know if I completely fought her for that, but I do think that she should have known better. Yeah. Come on now. It's, mm-hmm. come, Kate, Caitlin. 
girl. The last couple episodes, though, she hasn't been saying things as bad as she was that yeah, road trip episode. <laughs> but I just am dying to see this Chris episode now. I can't yeah. wait for it. I One last thing. What did you think about her getting Candace that car? Renting her a Lambo? Mm. For a couple of days, too. I was actually expecting her to buy her her car. Me but, too. Like, a lesbian Me too. car. I thought she was going to, like, buy her a Mercedes or something Me too. like that. I will say this about the rented car. I hope to one day be in a position where I can do that for one of my friends and it be like, oh, no big. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to do this for my friend right now. Bitch, please. You ain't getting a rented car for me. I need a new car myself. <laughs> You'll so, be right on the 166 yeah. bus. <laughs> like, you need a ride? If you're on my way somewhere, I'll get you. Like, But if not, you you'll be Uber? on that Sepulveda bus. <laughs> or Uber. Uber I thought that it was just too... Uh, I didn't like that part. I thought it was weird that they went on a date together, and then uh, Caitlin got her a car for a few days, but then Candace brought over some dude to evaluate like their matchmaking mm-hmm. and like who they would be good with, but not really necessarily each other. Just Didn't like, he work for like a, a dating, dating service? service. Yeah, yeah, okay. And Jinx. so I thought it was interesting that they were, like, <laughs> dating, but then, like, talking about joining a dating service. I don't think they're dating, though. I don't they're, think they're like, dating. They go to, like, casual dinners. I don't think... I think that Courtney mm-hmm. and Caitlin's team keep referring to her as... as Referring to Candace as like Caitlyn's girlfriend, like... Yeah, it's, it's always, oh, your girlfriend's calling, oh, this, yeah. and it's, it's kind of... As if I think Caitlyn might have a little crush, but nothing more than that right now. It's a friendship. She's and just flirty. I don't yeah. see anything between Candace and Caitlyn. I don't either. I feel like they're and like Candace is attracted to men. That way, yeah. It's like she talked about men the whole time. Candace is attracted to men. Yeah, not other trans or well, other women. I should say because not everyone. You know, sometimes you don't need the trans in front of it. Um, but I don't know. I don't. I don't see that. But it is interesting how. Caitlyn is struggling with what she wants. That's what I find so interesting about that because even though you transition, that does not cha- that does not affect your sexuality. So I don't understand that when she's like, I don't know what I don't know what I want. I don't either. It's Do you think it has going back to her conservative views of like lesbianism? Being I think the she, issue here, like she doesn't. She's so I don't conservative want to that she's like, gay. I can't be a lesbian because her conservative views would. Go against it, but girl, you're trans. But you're trans. But, that's the I mean, thing yeah, that doesn't make sense. You're she's so conservative and like close-minded, but she's trans. But that's what makes her so interesting. She's a so conservative weird. Christian, you know, Republican mm-hmm. lesbian parent of ten with three failed marriages. No what? one has a story like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, no one has so a story like that. Wild when you think about it. And uh, it just, like, blows my mind, really. I think Mm -hmm. that she has a hard time seeing herself as gay. I think she she doesn't want to call herself gay because she's conservative. Yeah. That could be it. But, hey, you like what you like, and she's too old. Caitlin, you are in the sunset of your life. You need to be living it to the full. She is. 65, you're over the hill, sis. You need to be living it to your fullest potential, and you need to. She spent so much, so many years in the spotlight. I'm pretty sure, well, I would hope she wouldn't let the opinions of the public affect her, but I know that Caitlyn's getting it way harder than Bruce mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, I could see the struggle with being constantly self-assured because no one is 100% self-assured 24-7. But, but she's finally being herself for yeah. the first mm-hmm. time. And, like, yeah. she's, 
I just, I mean, I think I've already said this on the show, but I just couldn't imagine being like 65 years old and still like not knowing who I was. And it feeling makes me itch here. thinking about yeah, it. I'm mm-hmm. like, it makes me itch. I'm so happy for her that she's done this, but I'm also like, wow, this is happening so fast, so mm-hmm. publicly. It's such a wild ride for us to even watch. <laughs> she's still crazy. learning. She has a lot to learn. She's still learning. Um, and I don't know if you want to talk about Candace and her abusive relationship. Did we already talk about Candace and her abusive relationship? No, we didn't talk Not about Not really. That. I mean, uh, she did get all those red flags, she was saying. And she yeah, we, like, we talked on We touched know, on that. Coming back for more, which I kind of thought it was interesting, this whole episode, because they made it seem like they were dating, kind of. And she was like, yeah, I just see red flags. And, and the hands. Keep you know how their out, hands you know? were. They were zooming in on their hands. You can and do the whatever and I'll be here. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was kind of interesting editing with the rest of the And then the matchmaker that said, you know, that Caitlyn would basically date her best friend and then looked at Candace and was like, I I think I just did my job. So. And it's like, you're going to pay me that hundred G's or whatever I make for this. (laughs) So ridiculous. But I'm like, doesn't everyone want to kind of be with their best friend in a way? Right. You have to be. You need to be compatible. You have to be. Get along. But Candace, I don't know. I just feel like so many aspects of this of of this particular episode, it blurs the lines. Well, it it makes cisgender women relate to transgender women. There, it it yeah. could go for anyone. That's yeah. what I really, really, really liked about this episode. All of the stories shared, and mm-hmm. even when they went to go get their pedicures, when Chan- Shandy and Candace went to go get their pedicures, and I Shandy was Shandy. just kind of like encouraging Candace, like, don't give up on love because it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. You can't re- you can't use your transness as an excuse as to why you're single when there are, <laughs> you know, natural-born cisgender women w- walking around here with the same issues that you have. Yeah. So it's not fair for you to say, oh, I can't find a man or whatever because I'm trans because that's that may not be the case. Yeah. We're men all are gonna, here. <laughs> men are going to be men at the end of the day, no matter how you slice it, who they're attracted to. I'm pretty sure some gay men out there are like, yes, Char girl, even I go through it. <laughs> So I I thought that that was important to uh, point out because I know so many people do rest on that. Like, oh, I'm trans. So, you know, this state is this, this state is that. But no, it it happens to everyone. Everyone says that about something, though. They're like, oh, I'm too fat or I haven't Mm -hmm. worked out enough or like I'm Mm -hmm. trans. Like everyone has their one excuse they go to where they're like, I'm single because blank. Yeah, my experience. I don't have time for a boyfriend. I'm single because I'm That's mine. Uh, Do you mind if I borrow that? Yeah, I'm like... I'm so busy. So I don't much have work. time for a boyfriend. Oh. With, with my experience, <laughs> Just I like date. Burying <laughs> yourself into work. I can't date. With my experience, I date and I date often. It's just that every guy that I, it's not me, it's it's, it's you. <laughs> Seriously, every guy. Can I drop an F bomb? No scrubs. I say it's fine. I don't know. <laughs> every guy that I come across is a fuck boy. <laughs> if you don't know that, look up the definition. BuzzFeed has a definition. I think MTV has some. Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary. Sure. They all are. It's like, it's they're not on my level. People are unemployed. And like I said, I get that life happens, but they just don't have their shit together enough for me. Delete mm-hmm. Tinder. So no. it's just, oh, I did. <laughs> I did. I deleted it right after the show last week. I needed to take my own advice they're now. All, they're all, it's just like they never, so that's why I don't put it on me. I know it's not me. I got my shit together <laughs> for the most part. Not, not a hundred percent, but every guy nice. is like, that's what they tend to be. Or they tend to be chauvinistic and, you know, just like they're in control and I'm not an equal. Like, it's just, I could talk about this for hours, Great. but like I said, it's y'all. It ain't me. <laughs> 
the end of the day, it's your problem, not mine. <laughs> it ain't me. That's what that's what Shandy said, right? Them. That's yeah. yeah. I can't remember her exact quote, but she said something along those lines, like "That's them, baby. It ain't you. <laughs> I it love ain't that, you." <laughs> as soon as uh, Candace brought it up, she was like, "Girl, please!" Like in the okay. yes. I was just like loving that moment. Shandy gives you Shandy. black auntie realness. <laughs> yes, she <laughs> reminds me of somebody's aunt that I know. <laughs> She's so fabulous. I want more of her on the show with her hat. <laughs> with her <Yes>. hat. <laughs> so she called her wigs her hats. <laughs> Well, this is kind of a perfect episode for Girls' Night here yes, at Master Buzz. Yes. Good Girls' Table episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we pretty much wrapped up everything. I'm just excited about Chris next week. I mean, I'm we sure. can't really do predictions too crazy on this show. I'm sure we're going to see tons of VMA stuff when we go home tonight, though, with the Kardashians everywhere. <laughs> Maybe Caitlyn's, like, in the back hanging out, you yeah. know? I was looking at Kylie's Snapchat, if you guys don't follow her. Mm, it's, her and Tyga tonight. And, and Kanye's dressing room was lit. Like, I want it to be. Every time she snaps a party, I want to be there. Like, their parties look so fun. And they were just turning up in Kanye's dressing room. It was like the black light was on. Like, I'm like, you are. (laughs) It was, listen, I'll show you after the show. It's super fun. Turned up. Looks like a blast. I got to weasel my way into that family somehow. Family friend. (laughs) Don't judge me. Just watch when I'm on next season. Marry your way in somehow. (laughs) I'll just become a friend. I'm like, hey, is uh, Brody single? Do we know? Brody don't don't fool with them. I wish. (laughs) Well, where can they find you on social media, you guys? For me, it's Char Says So. You can find me on Instagram, Char Says So. Facebook, Char Says So. And Twitter, Char Says So. It's all the same. So... Holla at me. Holla. Um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at the Tiana Hobson. And you can find me all over social media at Danica Kennedy. Thanks for watching our after show. See you guys next week. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye. Bye. Later. Not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.